Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for taking a moment to take a look at the book with me. The book we're going to look at is the very first one as we come together for our study today. It's the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis, the book of beginnings. And in fact, the title of the study, Genesis, Foundations to Bible Prophecy, is a must-study you need to understand that Bible prophecy does not start in the major or minor prophets of the Old Testament and certainly not in the book of Revelation. Bible prophecy begins with the beginning book. That book, of course, the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings. We're going to begin our study by looking at the precursors to Bible prophecy. That's what we'll study in just a moment. And by the way, if you'd like to get your copy so you can study individually on this particular subject, it's really the foundation for understanding Bible prophecy. You can call our toll-free number. It's 8-PROPHECY-8. 877-674-3298. I'll give you that number once again, and we'll tell you how you can go to our website as well. But first, let's have our study from the book of Genesis, Precursors to Bible Prophecy. Hasn't it been amazing, all the, the supernatural, supposedly supernatural phenomenon taking place? I was on the internet the other day and read a report Coming out of Chicago, I think there were 25 United Airlines employees, including one of their captains, a pilot, who witnessed right over O'Hare Airport what they called an unidentified flying object. They did not say that it was a flying saucer. They, I didn't see that word any place in the report. In fact, these United Airlines People, these employees are much concerned that the company itself and the government has not responded to their concerns about what they saw. And this was not all of them standing at one place. These were 25 different employees scattered all over O'Hare Airport, one of them in the cockpit of one of their airplanes. And they saw this object above O'Hare Airport. It was an overcast day and all of a sudden it was gone. And it, in fact, opened up the sky in this overcast day. It just opened it up and moved out instantly. Also on the Internet, I picked up a story about over Iran, four yellow-colored objects hovering and moving quickly. I mean, they'd be here and then over here and then over there and then back here. And Iranians, some officials in the government, spotting these. Supernatural phenomenon. We're hearing more and more about it. We're being programmed to think about it. I've never watched it. I've seen the ads on television for one of the programs. I think it's NBC Medium. Where this, if I understand it, I've never even watched the program. This lady looks into the future. And uh, there are programs that talk about knowing the future, so thus you don't have to make that step. Supernatural phenomenon. Movies. The Star Wars. Uh, unbelievable promotional, promotional activities that they have. People just standing in line to get in there. What was that, uh, that program that used to be on television? It was similar to Star Wars what is it? Star Trek. I had a buddy who was in the 
in the Israeli uh, government. He was the head of the government press office, Orthodox Jewish guy named Morty Delinsky. He was the spokesperson for the Israeli government. And he so, so loved Star Trek, he would walk out of important meetings, tell them that they had to come back in about an hour and go to watch Star Trek. He was so caught into that program. Orthodox Jew watching scientific supernatural phenomenon. What's that program on there? This is Coast to Coast. And whatever that guy's name is, I don't know if you've, some of you will probably go to bed at 9 o'clock and get up at 5.30. Well, it's on after midnight, so you've probably never seen that in the last 15 years. But uh, this program talking about uh, invasions from outer space, coast to coast. Uh, when we're driving later, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I usually turn the radio on to see what the news is and have caught a little bit of it. And I, I don't go shopping. My wife goes shopping. I just, as you say, give her my credit card. And off she goes, charging away. And um, so she takes off and she does the shopping. But uh, they've told me that at uh, the checkout counters in grocery stores, they have all these uh, magazines or newspapers and on the front page they make an article about well this individual came in and impregnated this woman over here from outer space supernatural phenomenon it's unbelievable and it's inundating us somebody has said that this is preparing us or not us but the world for what's going to happen at the next absolute for sure supernatural event, the rapture of the church. Now, you've got to think about it. That is, I, I looked up the word, well, I had my daughter look up the word supernatural in the dictionary. It's uh, something that goes against the natural sciences and forces it ignores, it violates those rules. It is having to do with or actually deity in operation. It's unbelievable. That is what we see that's going to happen in the rapture. Take your Bibles and go to First Thessalonians just a moment. Just want to look at some of this supernatural phenomena that we're talking about. The book of First Thessalonians... Chapter 4, Paul writing to people at Thessaloniki and telling them about a supernatural event that's going to happen. Verse 11, uh, excuse me, verse 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, not truly asleep, like uh, resting, but uh, dead, waiting for the rapture to take place, that you saw not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, uh, even so them, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Hey, that's a supernatural event. Verse 15. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. Now, uh, we've got the understanding this is God's word, not Paul's. God's word. We had a man the other day make a prediction that at the end of 2007, in the fall, there was going to be a multiplicity of attacks on U.S. cities and millions of people are going to be killed. Some call, some so-called Christian television personality 
And then he said, after he disqualified himself, because he made the statement after he gave this prophecy saying that it was from God, he had a message from God to give the world. He made a statement, I've made, I've had a couple of misses. You set the standard, the biblical standard in place there, Deuteronomy 18. There are no misses if you're speaking for God. He says, what I tell someone, if they are truly communicating what I've said to them, their prophecy is going to come true absolutely in detail. No misses with God. So he disqualified himself. He basically called himself a heretic. That's exactly what he is. Paul says the word is from the Lord. We have enough evidence that he was inspired of the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit breathed into them. That which we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep, which are dead. Verse 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Now, that's a supernatural event that's going to happen. The Lord Jesus Christ, who ascended into the heavenlies, is going to descend out of the heavenlies into the clouds someplace. He's going to shout. The archangel will shout. The trump of God is going to sound. Have you heard an archangel shout lately? I haven't. That's supernatural. And uh, then, look at here. Uh, The dead in Christ are going to rise first. Wow, that's supernatural. That's resurrection. Anybody dead in Christ is going to come out of the grave. And then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up. Man, if that is not supernatural, I don't know how you define the word supernatural. We'd be walking along one day and we're out of here, man. We can go to heaven. The rapture take place any moment. This whole room supernatural if we truly are believers in jesus christ and truly believe that the rapture is the next main event in god's calendar of activities we have to believe in supernatural events it's an unbelievable event that's going to happen go to revelation chapter 19 just a moment revelation chapter 19 the next main event in god's calendar of activities is going to be the rapture of the church but then after that seven years after that There's going to be another supernatural event. Verse 11, Revelation chapter 19. And I saw heaven open. I behold a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a uh, vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. Now notice Those of us who have gone to the heavenlies, when the rapture takes place seven years prior to this event, will be the armies in the heavens. Notice what it says, verse 14. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. A supernatural event. We're coming back. You parallel this passage of scripture with the book of Zechariah, chapter 14, In verse 2, where it says, all the armies of the world have gathered at Jerusalem. And then verse 4, where it says, and Jesus Christ steps down on the Mount of Olives and we're with him. That's supernatural. Talking about supernatural events occurring, reports of them, just growing by leaps and bounds. 
But truly, as believers in Jesus Christ, anticipating the coming of the Lord, if we're premillennial, believing that Jesus Christ comes before that thousand-year millennial kingdom, if we're pre-trib rapturous, believing that the rapture takes place before the seven-year tribulation period, we believe in supernatural events in the future. Go to one more. Go over to Revelation chapter 20, starting in verse 11. This will be after a thousand-year period of time. The rapture takes place next. There's a seven-year period of time. The return of Jesus Christ happens. And then there's a thousand-year kingdom period where Jesus will rule and reign from Jerusalem in his temple. And then we come to chapter 20, verse 11. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. Oh, oh, that's supernatural. The heaven and the earth fled away. I don't understand how I can even tell you what that means. And then there was a great white throne. That's supernatural. If you have the same eschatology of what I have, you have to believe in supernatural events yet to come. But we've only touched the three main events of the future. The rapture, the return, the retribution. The book of Genesis, it's an exciting book. It is the book of beginnings, as I've already said, and it is the foundation for Bible prophecy. That's the title of a five-hour audio series on CD that is available to you if you'd like to study along with us. It's the foundation for beginning to understand Bible prophecy. You need to get your copy of Genesis, the Foundations of Bible Prophecy, and you can go to our website. It's prophecytoday.com. Go to our shopping mall. There you can make your order. Or you can call our toll-free number. Call the office. People are standing by. That's 877-674-3298. Now, that's a toll-free number from across America. Again, that number, 877-674-3298. Call right now to get your copy of Genesis, the Foundations of Bible Prophecy. That's available from Prophecy Today. And by the way, as you begin your study of Bible prophecy, you'll understand that we're living in the days when Jesus Christ could shout and call us to be with him. In fact, that day could be today. And having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...